0: Good morning. My name is Margaret Weaver. Welcome to Monday Morning with Dr. Margaret. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. I am so delighted that you've chosen to join us this morning. Continue to pray for this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Margaret O'Weaver and on Facebook at Margaret Weaver. Let's pray. Father God, you are mighty, you are holy, and you are worthy of all the praise. We pray that you would be present with us during our time together this morning. We do bless your name. It's in the precious name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. In the sixth chapter of Esther, the first verse, we find these seven words. That night, the king could not sleep that night the king could not sleep now the king could with a glance summon servants to do his bidding the king could decree and people would live he could speak and people would die. The king could command armies to go to war. He was strong, he was mighty, he was grand. He was the king. However, on that night, this powerful, great and mighty king could not sleep. But this was no ordinary restlessness. This was not a simple case of insomnia. That night, sleeplessness was purposely induced by God to set in motion events that would determine the destiny of an honorable man. Oh, how amazing the lengths God will go to protect and keep those who honor him. It's amazing that God would keep someone from sleeping in order to bless you, in order to protect you. The events of the next morning would hinge on what took place on that night, the night the king could not sleep. verse 1, chapter 6 of Esther. That night the king could not sleep, so he ordered the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought in and read to him. Because he could not sleep, the king had someone read from the historical records. And God arranged it So that the person read about a man named Mordecai who discovered a plot to assassinate the king and thereby had saved this king's life. Upon hearing this, the king inquired whether Mordecai had been rewarded for his life saving deed. He had not. Now, this is significant and timely because the next morning, a prominent government official, Haman, who hated Mordecai, who resented Mordecai for refusing to bow down to him. This man, Haman, planned to ask the king to hang Mordecai from gallows that he, Haman, Had erected. Much to his surprise, when Haman entered the palace, before he could ask the king to execute Mordecai, the king asked Haman what should be done for a man the king wants to honor. Thinking in his arrogance, that the king meant him. Haman told the king he would put royal robes on the man, put him on one of the royal horses, and have a special prince parade him through the streets saying this is what happens to the man the king honors. The king thought this was a terrific idea and told Haman to do all of this for a man named Mordecai. And the king told Haman, do not leave out even one detail. So in that 11th verse of Esther 6, we find these words. So Haman took the robe and the horse, arrayed Mordecai and led him on horseback through the city square and proclaimed before him, thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Haman, Mordecai's enemy, became his valet. Are you worried about an enemy? Are you concerned about that supervisor, that manager? Are you stressed because of an adversary? Are you being mistreated? You just focus on praying for that person. Lift up that situation up to God. That is your job. God will always do his. By the way, later, Haman was hung from the very gallows he prepared for Mordecai. And the king promoted promoted Mordecai to a position of prominence. Thank God, that night, The king could not sleep.